Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. Um, still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll, I'll have, what um, do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. listening to me right now welcome to episode 158 of the whitetail distraction podcast my name's austin i'm sitting in my garage and sitting on their porch up at camp for deer season charles headland and joe headland what's up guys what's up buddy what's happening Not what's going too on much, man i'm just chinchilling yeah boy i don't know if you're you got the door open or you're outside fully in that garage but boy there is a nip in the air nice crispy she's cold I don't have the uh, door open, but I was just out of my truck a little bit ago, and it was a tit bit nipply. It's very nice. It's going to be good. Yeah, people talk down on this, uh, like, the heat and everything, but I'm like, you get a good heat like that, and then once that sun starts going down, deer 30 is just fire, you know? Oh, it's going to cool right off, man. Like, I think, what, tomorrow yeah. it's supposed to be a high of 72 or something like that, and... Yeah. Lows and yeah, I think that's 50s. when I when I shot my big boy. I think it was I think it was pretty warm that day, right, Charles? And then, yeah, you were sweating. And then as soon as the freaking sun went down, I'm like, and you get that little bit of crisp in the air. It was like, dude, it's gonna be fire, and it was obviously. But oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that like last hour is just absolute money. Yeah. <laughs> money. I got a Kohler and a sharp knife, dude. I'm not afraid to <laughs> quarter up a deer and throw in a Kohler for the night. Yeah, Listen, boy. I'll always go back to the week. What was it? Two years ago, it was like 98 degrees every day for the first week of season. And I didn't go hunting. And then I pulled my, my trail camera card and there was like every big buck on the property yeah. was up on his feet. In daylight, eating acorns yeah. in 90-some degrees. I was like, what? Oh, this dirty, doesn't make sense. The heater. You didn't want to pay yeah. that five bucks for or that. Once it dropped down, I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. so oh, I think I remember that time. <laughs> yep, my plan. I had six well, you days. I'm killing him at the end of the year, though, right? I did get him. I did get him. past me at 60. Yep. Got so, him. But still, I mean, it just goes to show, man. I mean, these deer are still going to get moving. You know, they're still going to do what they got to do, even when it warms up. That's 73 it. is not 93 and even then if they get used to it they'll be fine so no honestly and it's it's actually pretty cool for this time of year to be honest i mean i can mm -hmm. think of so many openers that it was literally scorching and getting eaten alive by mosquitoes so i have no complaints I mean, about it i'm just happy it's not gonna rain like that's i feel like point. every single opener it it usually rains yeah we've had some true. we've had some wet ones yeah that's yeah. a good point i i, I mean the morning's gonna be cold cold I, I think it'll be down low 50s up here. So it's going to be gnarly. Buddy. I'm, hey, I'm I got my screen here. My oh, man. shit. Plug Look that, at that in there. Freaking <laughs> plug, oh, shit. Let's take yeah. care of business then. Good, 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 good. Joe's wearing screen gear. What's up, kid? Yeah, yeah. What's your uh, what's your go to piece for tomorrow then, huh? You going to go with the hard scrabble set? 
Uh, you know, I don't know the names. <laughs> Mid-season set, the one I bought you last year. I didn't buy it. You bought it. Yeah, the the darker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yep, that's what I'm wearing. You had so, you got uh, your vest, too. You got yeah, I got that, and the vest actually does match. Yeah. So I'll have the vest underneath it, uh, full suit. And then, as much as you don't want to hear this, I might have a cotton shirt underneath all of it. Oh, oh my goodness. That sickens me. <laughs> sickens me. Come on, no, Joe. No, I'll probably have uh, my my scent lock underneath there. I don't know. We got At least Sam's on the porch. My, my base slayers. He'll be wearing the, uh, the 150s tomorrow morning. I know that much. Right, Sam? That's right. Yeah. I have the under stuff, but it's at uh, the Summit, right? Yeah, Is that that's like the lighter? Yeah, that's the green. I don't like the... It's underneath. To match, you know, I got a match, man. I got to match a little bit. I can't oh, be yeah, on yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. super light, super dark, just throwing it all together. You know, they deer care. You know, deer care. Deer care if you look good. He walks past like, what is that? <laughs> Wait Two a second. Is that, that guy there? wearing the summit and the mountain still? <laughs> what an idiot! What an idiot! I'm out of here, nerd, <laughs> loser. <laughs> Not letting that guy kill me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyways, one hell of a plug for Scree, I eh? Hey, use code tell WDP20 you. for 20% off your first purchase. There you go. There you go. You know what else? I just bought some broadheads. I know I talked about it a little bit in the intro. Sam bought some broadheads as well. And you know we got them VIP combat vets. Oh Damn, that was an accident. Good but googly that moogly. Was awesome. That was beautiful. That was the best accident ever. (laughs) We're going to keep it. That was great. Oh, we're keeping that 100%, man. Oh, my God. I went to go mute Joe's mic so he could open up a beer and move around a little bit, and I accidentally hit that. It was such perfect, perfect timing. Don't mute it. God, that was good. It's camp. That was wicked good. I feel like you need to do that every single time that... uh, Yeah, now that we start doing... I'm so close to this mic. Anytime I move, it's... Yeah, I get mayhem up here, but... Yeah, man, I got some combat veterans, and I got... I'm going to try the commanders out, too, and... uh, God only knows what other goodies are. By the way, I'm, I weighed up those uh, broadheads I was telling you about the other day, the commanders. Yep. Dude, they're 150 grains. Yeah, I'll take them. I you honestly... I just changed my inserts, just sent, dude. Oh, good point. I was going to keep them for elk arrows possibly down the road, but you can definitely use them if you want to use them. You I'm, can keep I'm, them if you want to No, you can't them. take those inserts out once you put them in there. Dude, they're hot melted in, man. Uh, yeah. The ones I got, I got put in, they... Uh, What's what's the other way? Uh, epoxy. Epoxy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have one set that are epoxy. They epoxy in, those in, so I ended up destroying uh, six arrows. So if anybody wants some three forties, uh, destroyed three forties or they're not destroyed. They have the oh. fifty grain insert. Nice. In Destroy. Them. Yeah, I like it. So they're destroyed for me. But I'll take them then because that's what I shoot. I like no, it. I just got my. I just got some. Uh, uh, some gold tip velocity XTs, the 300s, and uh, finally just got those dialed in. It was a nightmare. I had, I had the 340 Hunter Pros, and apparently those were too weak last year. So, dude said, buy 300s. So I did because I ended up. Uh, I ended up Robin Hooding my arrows last week, and I'm like, well, I only have four arrows now. Like. What the hell? So like, I might as well buy the 300s now instead of buying 340s again. But I'm like, well, and then I'm going to have to tune my bow, and then I'm going to have to sight it in, blah, blah, blah. Buy the 300s, went to go sight it in, or went to go tune it. Dude's like, they're too stiff. I'm like, dude, what is going on right now? Like, 
how many years in a row do I have to spend $180 on, on arrows before I, <laughs> I dial this in and get it right? Like, you want me to find 320 somehow? Like, what do you want me to do? So, yeah, I, I took it to the shop up camp here on the way in. And that dude, he's good, man. He was like, bam, bam. Thank you. good. Paper sight, paper tuned. Everything's good. Put a top like hat it. on it. And I'm like, all right, I got to run up to camp, man. It's like <laughs> seven o'clock. I'm, I'm pretty close to camp. So I'm, I'm following this dude and I see a cop behind me. I'm like, you know what? He's going to pull me over. I know he is. Like everything's going wrong for me this week. I might as well just get pulled over. Pulls me over. Gives me a ticket. I'm like, man, this is oh, <laughs> this is bad. So now I'm I'm sighting my bow in the freaking underneath the the camp lights. My dad's holding a flashlight, and I got her <laughs> I got her dialed in pretty tight. So oh, we're we're a okay, man. And honestly, it's sad to say this, but I got all my shit ready. Like probably the earliest I ever have. Usually I'm like drinking, hanging out, and then it's like eleven o'clock. I'm like, oh, I got I got to get all my shit together, you know. <laughs> so ready to go drinking a beer happy well, we've been preaching about this 2b season now for two weeks yeah, and yeah. how much it helps like you get up here and you got everything ready you don't have to worry about all that crap all the the fears of forgetting something from first day it's besides the bow stuff i mean i feel like i'm pretty organized probably the most organized i've been in a while i did almost forget my boots until i went like i swept through my garage to grab uh the, the big Kohler and stuff like that. And I saw my boots sitting there. I'm like, that would have been bad. I'm sure somebody could have helped me out, but I'm not wearing still toes into the woods. <laughs> I almost forgot my socks. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I was getting all my clothes washed up again today just because they were a little dirty and a little sweaty and some of them. And, you know, I had to get everything all washed up again. You know, all this prep stuff. I love it. It's a great time. I like it. I feel like I I'm behind the ball. I reverse this. I was going to say, how are you feeling, Austin? I... I don't want to say I'm behind the ball. I feel good with my shooting. I've been shooting, but I just switched over my arrows a little bit ago. Literally before we like hopped on this call, I put my broadheads on, got all that stuff together. And then I'm still, after we get off this, I'm going to put some more of my stuff together. I'm trying to pack my backpack and get all my stuff, make sure I have everything. For some reason, can't find my headlamp. I got a new Mm. headlamp as a backup. And then I found my old headlamp. So I had both of them and now I can't find either one of them. So... (laughs) Yeah, I'm in a bad place. Headlamps with that. seem to disappear pretty easily. This tractor's. I can't tell you how many <laughs> headlamps I got for like fishing. I'm like, I just kept buying them because I kept losing them. Oh, dude, it's the worst, man. That's because like you're like, doing something in your house. You know, well, I'm an electrician, but you know, I'm usually working in the dark. But doing something in the house, you're like, oh, I need a headlamp, and then you put it somewhere and you lose it. And it happens a lot. I have like four of them right now because of that. And yeah. <laughs> Not only that, too, it's like you try to keep finding the one that you really like, and you're like, I'm going to buy another one and try it and see if it's the one I really like. Never find the same one. Right. And then you get like six different headlights and you, your headlamps, and you don't even know which one you like the best. I so, like mine so yeah. much, I bought the same one again. So I have two of the same Did headlamp. You? And I was so okay. good because I kept one in my backpack and I kept one in my truck. I was like, I'll just have mm. it and know where they are at all times. But then I yeah. took the one out of my truck and I was doing something. And then I needed a headlamp, so I went to my hunting bag and pulled it out, and now I don't know. I can't find him. <laughs> I have a Coast brand one from Lowe's that my mom got me back on, like, Black Friday, whenever. And the thing won't hold a charge, man. It's a rechargeable battery, but apparently you can pull that thing out. And uh, sorry, that was on my end. I got to put that on focus. Anyways, um, apparently 
like it, you can pull it out and just put regular batteries in it. But I don't really want to do that. I mean, it's a rechargeable battery for a reason. It's supposed to freaking work. Well, sounds like you got one thing to do, my man. Yeah, I just put it on my uh, desk and I grabbed one of my other three and threw them in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> that's <right>. what I did. <laughs> no that's worries. my most expensive best one. It's like, what the hell? I feel like Take the it thing back, that, man. I will. I, I feel will. like the thing that kept me the most organized this year out of any other year was uh, I got that scent crusher, scent log ozone uh, closet this year. And wow, it's just so nice. Like, took everything out of my bags, out of my bag. Put it all on the shelf. Very jealous. With Washed some of my stuff, threw whatever I could in there, got all my bags in there, everything, and set that sucker for an hour, let her go, came back down, put everything back in my bag, organized, made sure I have everything in there. It was just so nice, man. It's so much better than having that the, the scent every bag and bag, yeah. shove it all in there, and you're like, is it getting around to everything? Is it not? That thing, you can hang all your coats and everything up top, all your pants on the bottom. Just do not put elastic in there. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I have no. a pair of uh, I have a pair of the base layer uh, bottoms, and I put them on the one time up camp, and this is before I knew this. I put them on, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? It was like a 500-pound man's been wearing them around for Dude, like a week. Dude, I lost a ton of weight. <laughs> Dude, it, they were just sagging off my body, like just melting off of me. And like Between those and like the bino, the, the old bino, bino harness. I noticed the bino oh harness. I, I noticed that, but I just didn't really put two and two together with me the, neither whole, for the, longest uh, time. the whole pants thing. I mean, I put an underwear in there and whatever. I never had a problem, but. Yeah, that elastic just you do it religiously it enough, it. it's gonna eat it up. Yeah, that's what it was. Cause last year I was I was doing a lot of running around and I I'd, yeah. I'd just turn it on while I'm like heading to a spot and then I'd jump out, get changed in the parking lot, whatever. Yeah, but the bags are legit. But that closet, man, that's another level. Like yeah, I could I literally me. just wash all my shit, throw it in there. Gotta give me one of those. Let her go, man. I've been wanting one for years. I've been trying to make one. I've heard of people making them. Yeah. I just can't find. Like, I want to find one of those just plastic, like, covers that they, I thought they made that go over, like, a clothing Fuck rack. Yeah, Joe Mar- uh, Marcello. He said his brother made one. Yeah, I might have to do that. He used, like, PVC and stuff, but I don't think you really would have to put plastic on the inside. Well, you, you know, like you think about it, as long as you like zip know. off the front or just get it in a closet that's like somewhat secure. You don't, you know. They sell those closets. If a little bit like comes out, like the stand-up closet things. Yeah, yeah. I just need a cover for one. Yeah, the one I have. are cheap. What are you, what are you I'm talking, talking like just oh, like uh, everyday actually, like yeah. stand-up closet like we had in, the, um, in mom and dad's basement. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, grabbing one of them, stealing them. And then trying to find some kind of plastic cover to put over it. I don't even think you'd like it, man. It would kind of hold it in there. And even if it didn't, it's still going to contain it enough that your your clothes are going to get all that ozone. That's what I'm saying. If you, True. I mean, if you could throw the thing in your truck and it would do decent, I think you could throw it in a regular closet and it'd probably be all right. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you just get one of them door stopper, those uh, old things you used to put on the door. <laughs> um, bre- yeah, like yeah. the ones that slide in and out so the breeze doesn't get in out of your house. Yeah, man. <laughs> One of those, that'd be perfect. Joe's gonna be jealous. You, Check out my ozone closet. <laughs> yeah, I might make Man, a full closet. I, I thought about doing ozone. it before, but I just never, it's never fully committed. Idea. But yeah, I think it is legit though. Plus, I got the racks on the sides, and like yeah, that. I can't say enough about I it. Man. I, I wanted that for years. And yeah, finally how, pulled the trigger. How is it like the ozone leak into your house and stuff? Like that's what I would be afraid of if I did my closet. Just have ozone pumping into my house. It's not enough ozone to. 
affect you. <laughs> Don't kill my cat or anything. Like, no. dude, my right, ozone cool. machine cranks out more ozone than like anything, and I run it in my basement all the time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Was like an ozone machine to get for something like that, not like the little ones that come in the bag and whatnot. Cause yeah. Those are those don't pump a lot of ozone, to be honest. Dude, you know what I've been doing, to be honest with you? Like, I have my ozone machine, but I have all my stuff hung up on just, like, like a clothes hanger down in my basement, and it's really close to my workbench. I've been just plugging in my room clean and running my room oh, clean. Oh, okay. I like that. And when I go down, I like I'll, I'll hit it for a half hour. When I go down, dude, it just it reeks of ozone down there, so I'm not really too worried <laughs> about it. Yeah. But you haven't yeah. killed your cats yet, so that's good. Yeah, they're solid. <laughs> they're still good they're still, <laughs> still yeah good. my wife was mad at me because she saw there's hunting clothes in the washer i'm like listen i can't put everything in there you know yeah and if some of this stuff's like dirty or whatever as hairs all over i'm gonna throw it in the wash first she was all mad and i had to open the thing up just to show her that i was using it and i opened it up and just took it right to the face <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was running for like 30 minutes i opened it up just took it oh that's a beautiful thing I, like I just that. realized that's rough. Man. I just realized Jess is over there rocking the white tail distraction beanie. My lady, yeah, what's that? That's what I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, camp's rocking right now, man. We there's a lot of anticipation up here. I like We're it. ready. Well, let's Season's get into that anticipation then. I want to hear about what you guys got going on. Well, that's a great question. I actually didn't. Do you usually don't have a plan coming into uh, like first day kind of thing? I just kind of wing it based on the wind, but. The other day, it never I never works. I never works. <laughs> so the other day, I was like, you know what? Let me come up with a plan. I sat down, started thinking about some places I usually go up here, and I think I got a really good spot. And this is all based on whether or not acorns are actually dropping here, which I will never know. But last year, I think it was, or the year before, or both years, I've been sneaking in on foot into one of the slashes up here, one of the old cuts. And there's like a trail that goes all the way back in. There's like an oblong meadow in the middle of this slash. And it looks beautiful for bedding. I mean, it's it's probably 20 yards wide by, shit, I don't know, 60 yards long. Nice. In the middle of this slash. It's just gorgeous. You know, weeds through it, some browse, whatnot. And there's usually beds and stuff around the edges. So if you continue through the slash, there's a ton of acorns and oak trees and everything else that you would need. So I'm hoping... With the wind blowing from the the oak trees to me, I can sneak in there this year, get set up, and try to finally catch these deer coming from the acorns back to their bed in the morning in that slash. The only thing is I wonder if I'm too deep into the middle of that slash and a lot of these deer are just bedding on the edge because it's first day and they haven't really seen any pressure. But it's that's my plan for the morning. It's possible, but regardless if there's oaks, they're going to be feeding on. Yeah, and there's a couple oaks inside the slash that are usually dropping and i feel like those gotta be so freaking good like they're right on the these old logging road trails that run through them and there's like one big ass oak tree dropping acorns there i like that mm-hmm. it sounds good man it sounds like a really good plan i'm i'd be excited if i were you yeah i had a doe last year like 10 yards behind me and had she not come in from that one direction the only spot i couldn't shoot but she just picked me pretty pretty quick when she got to 10 steps because oh, <laughs> she was i think when she finally bust me she was about five to ten yards away i mean she was gonna run me over that's crazy so yeah i mean i could have got it done last year it's tough off the ground it's just it's tough there's not really like a ground blind or anything in there i'm just sitting in there oh, you're, not, you're not going up a tree mm-hmm. man there are no trees i have oh, a ghillie geez. suit 
I'm not wearing a case. Dude, wear the jelly. <laughs> I would. You have it with you? Yeah, I have it with me. I don't know. I might wear the jelly. You never know when you got a jelly. <laughs> Dude, jelly. Like, it's perfect for jelly because I'm on the edge. Dude, like, jelly it up, man. Just you don't put it on until you get in there because you're like, drag a bunch of shit. And then when you put the legs on, pull the legs up. I'm not wearing a little the bit. Legs. So it's just, not, I'm saying pull the legs up when you're sitting there just so it's not like dragging yeah, around in the top. You just need the top. Yeah, yeah I usually okay. just wear the top, man. Yeah, because I'll be sitting flat on I wear there. the legs, but yeah, and it's. It gets a little bit weird. No, I mean, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, but last year I was one of the gilly, and I was, like, directly in this doe bedding spot, which I didn't know that doe's bedded there until I literally walked a half circle around it, probably four yards away from this thing, and I went to go, like, oh, that looks nice. I'll get in there. As soon as I started get, trying to get in there, doe busted out of it. <laughs> like, she's like, you can't see me. <laughs> Jumped out of there. So I'm like, surprised that right, was whatever. in a ghillie suit. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I, I jump in there, and then uh, I had this buck come through, a little buck, and he got about – I had deer passing me like 10 yards away, never even looking at me. But this dude, he comes past seven yards. He looks at me, and he, he had me, you know. So he's doing the head nod, head nod. Comes around about four or five yards away, and it's just me and, like, the, the brush and shit in between us. And he's literally, like – licking his nose you hear him like kind of clearing out his nose a little bit trying to smell me stomping his hoof doing the whole thing totally trying to punk me down finally after like five minutes of this he walked around went back on the seven yard trail just walked right past me never even looked at me again i thought for sure you were gonna say that you killed him with a spear (laughs) no i'm saying it it, (laughs) pulled out my pocket knife it passed all the tests man like the ghillie suit is legit and that was kind of like, I had a bad backdrop and everything, so it it normally, I'm sure, wouldn't go down that way. Plus, I'm sitting in, like, probably his chick's bedding area. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to be honest, man. Anytime I've worn but, uh, that ghillie suit, they, like, they they pretty much look through you, man. You blend in so well. It's just, it's dude, not even... They're like a, ridiculous, It's man. crazy, man. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll dress up in a pile of corn tomorrow. No, I'm telling you where to talk. <laughs> Uh, my idea is I'm going to go to the spot, the area where I shot uh, Mr. Big. And I shot a deer out of there first day of the one year. Uh, historically, it's hit or miss. Like, deer move through there all year long. Like, you could go down there the last day of gun and you'll have deer move through there. You know, like, deer are constantly going through that area. But it's almost more of a rut spot to me. But. I, I do have a hang on stand up there with uh, some sticks. So as long as it doesn't fall over again. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, the one last year, the one I was at originally in fell over, and I last year was just a mess. Which once we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna drive down that road to make sure there's no trees down because last <laughs> year we drove down in the morning, there's a tree down in the middle of the road, oh, cleared man. that out. I'm out there with my handsaw clearing it out. We get past that, and then I get the whole way back, and my tree was down that I had my uh, my hang on on. And uh, well, the good thing was I was actually bringing sticks to put up, like legit, like uh, lock on sticks. So I moved it real quick, and I think I ended up seeing like a deer pass through somewhere. But either way, I'm gonna go there, and then uh, evening I'm gonna go to a spot where historically is fucking sorry. It is fire, especially <laughs> like first day. Usually, it's a apple orchard, and it's just it's amazing, man. Like I tripled up three times on that tree on does, and 
We tripled had, up or doubled up? Doubled up three times, sorry. Oh, Did I yeah. say tripled? You said tripled up three times. I'm like, that's a lot uh, of beer, Yeah, dude. no. <laughs> I doubled up uh, three times in that tree, so I'll probably go there in the evening. Last year was crazy. I doubled up last year, and I probably had like nine, nine to 11 deer run through there, so pretty legit. Plus, apples are crazy this year, mm-hmm. so, you know. We've been talking about apples for how long? Oh, I know. I mean, every tree but my own. How can you yeah. not talk I got about a few. Them, I think man. I got they're six bananas. on mine. Oh, my neighbor's trees. They're they're pretty crazy. Every yeah. parent's trees, but every tree mine, are, mine are all yearling trees, you know, year or two old. So I got some, but not a lot. Dude, I drove down Highland yesterday, coming home from work, and there's a pear tree, like on one of the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. And literally the entire sidewalk was covered in pears. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, we come up to camp, our pear tree up here, there's pears all over the ground. Yeah, crazy. Apparently man. just bee, bee city all over them. That's usually how that gets with the pears, though. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pears are supposed to be good, but, you know, our apple tree, we have apple trees and pears up here. All the apples are gone. All the pears are still sitting there. So you tell me what a deer prefers. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> there's your test. Perfect test. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the truth to it, and I don't even know if my dad knows the truth to it, but he always said that they like pears better. I've so heard I think until tonight. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Until tonight, he's like, wow, I don't know. I mean, yeah, all the until tonight, and I'm like, I've been telling people lies. Thanks a yeah. lot. I thought you did some research on this. <laughs> Typical. Apparently not. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical. Oh my, God. my my buddy, my buddy, he, he goes to work to one day, and I don't know what we got on this subject for, but he goes, yeah, my grandpa said that uh, raccoons they can't breathe underwater. Like they just like they just die like immediately. <laughs> Like, dude, obviously they can't breathe underwater. I'm just saying, like, he was saying that they couldn't hold their breath. They just take on water and just die. I'm like, I think it's a lie, dude. And we looked it up, and I think, like, out of, like, most animals, they can almost stay underwater more time than, like, almost any other animal, like 37 minutes or something crazy. I'm like, dude, your grandpa lied to you so you didn't feel bad when he was trapping and throwing him in the water. Oh, my God. I have a a raccoon story like that that is just absolutely far-fetched and it's barbaric and I won't share it on here, but yeah, they can hold their breath. They will fight like hell. To get out of yeah. I, oh my God. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know if there's the any things truth you believe that somebody not. tells you. <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but I heard that whitetails can't breathe underwater either. Oh, I've, well, they've come uh, back to life. I Sam that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey Sam. Hey Sam. Can whitetails breathe underwater? Thank you, not confirmed. <laughs> if anybody knows, I trust his judgment. <laughs> they they may or may not come back to life after, but that depends if they're zombie deer or not. Sam was like uh, me, myself, and Irene. He was like choke holding the thing with his fingers <laughs> in his nostrils. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you listened um, to the last episode or not, but a guy spined a deer and then oh, lassoed it one. with his I tether was, rope. I was laughing. I listened to that today, and I was laughing because. I did the same. Th- I didn't do the same thing, but I did shoot a deer twice in the spine one time, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I ran out of arrows. Oh, I was like 14. It was like my second deer or something. Did you pick up one of the arrows you missed? Yeah, I did. Reloaded and shot. Oh them. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It's. I didn't know anything about meep and deer when I was 14. Like I said, it was my second meep and deer. Uh, archery, just stopping archery deer, meeping them, and. Yeah, I went to go shoot and it stepped down into the creek as soon as I went to shoot and I spined it and it's flopped around the creek and I slammed it again in the spine 
And then one of those deflected off a limb. I'm like, I call my dad on the radio. Hey, I'm out of arrows. <laughs> He's like, either go to the truck or go get one of the ones you just, you just shot. So yeah, anyway, yeah, it, it, it can get a little bit funky when they're get, when they're swirling around on the ground like yeah. that. Especially, he seemed like his bow was off. Yeah, quite a bit. Sure. Like you said, he missed like missed once and then yeah, spined it and then yeah, spined it again. So <laughs> uh, anyways, that was barbaric, but yeah, yeah it was. It, it got a little, a little bit weird. Sometimes. It got a little weird by the campfire. By the way, fires started here at camp, and now we are technically campfire side from the porch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that far. You might be able to hear some wood chopping in the background and whatnot. This is the real deal here, folks. This is the real deal. Well, Austin, you going out in the morning? No, I'm not going out in the morning. Um, I didn't have plans to from the get-go. I'm going to take the girls to soccer practice and uh, make sure all of my stuff's together, shoot my bow and whatnot, and then I'm going to go uh, with a buddy from work and another buddy. We're going to go hit a piece of public I've never been on. And uh, kind of scout our way in, go our separate ways, and and check out some pieces and hunt it for the evening. You gonna get chased out by duck and geese hunters again, or what? It's not. It's not season yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that could be fun, though. I mean, tends to I, I kind of like that. I, I like doing up camp because there's so much land to play with. You know, it's opening day, man. I'm not like I'm not super duper concerned. It, it looks like a good spot. I mean, if I could get an opportunity at doe, I'd be fucking tickled. Yeah, I think me and Joe were talking about it like, you know, if something were to come up on those trail cameras that we were like, you know, I think we could go in there and kill them locally. Maybe we don't make that trip to camp. Well, I don't know about you, Joe, but I know it hasn't been anything very consistent enough to say, no. you got to be here for opening I mean, day. I had a decent eight. Uh, he daylighted on the 27th. And then yeah. I had, um, yeah, I think it was like. I'd have to check. It might have been like two, three o'clock in the day. And then I had uh, yesterday morning. It was just, it was a. He's a decent seven, but he's he's a seven. You know, he has uh, one G three, and his G twos are pretty tall. But he just crab clawed on the one side. Nothing special, up and comer. You know, we gotta get that gene off that property. I kind of like it in some I circumstances, like but like that one that we have this year, that was probably one of the big sixes. We had two big sixes last year. And this year we have one big eight with like little crab claws at the end. And he lost a brow tine after he got a velvet. Yeah. He got a velvet and he lost one of his brow tines. I'm like, yeah, kind of maybe see it was damaged, but he's a freaking brute, dude. That deer is big. Yeah. Yeah, He's definitely a brute, but it's like that gene. Like I think my first wall hanger had that gene and he just had these little little teeny uh, G3s, man. It was like, he had 11-inch freaking G2s, you know? Like, he was just a big, thick monster, but his G3s just weren't going anywhere past three inches, you know? It's but he was weird. thick. He was just a really you know, cool, big I buck. was thinking about Joe the other day, like, that property. It was so weird, because back in the day, it was like you had two types of bucks. They're real wide and, like, short tines, which we still kind of see today. Yeah. Like a couple, like, uh, Wide Willie last year. and I see a lot, like, Wide Willie... Uh, He's a lot like that 2017 buck I got. Yeah. Like uh, real wide, short. Real wide. Time. He wasn't like, he wasn't super short. Like he had that one side that was real goofy. Like maybe he was injured or something where it was a bunch of like short tines stacked up. But, mm-hmm. And then you got I like. I think he still time. scored like what? 130. He's still a good buck. Six. 130 something. Yeah. He was still a really good buck. But 
the, he had all the time length, not yeah. the time length, but he had the main beam length. He had in mass, real wide. He was massive. Yeah, like, yeah. but yeah, that gene floats around a lot. But there's another one. Yeah, the too, goofy that, gene. Well, there's that tight rack with the real high tines too, like Tony. Oh Pines, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one Russ shot down there. The one I had one like that. Uh, you know, it's the one crazy how those through, yeah. those genes go from year to year to year. I mean, oh yeah, you look at that, like it's insane. Like I've said before, like every every deer ever shot on that property, I think had a sticker on the right side, like a kicker on the right side, hmm. coming off the the base. Yours had that too. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, when you shot a couple years ago. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a good property. It's yeah. just it just goes back to say like where we started with this whole thing was like if any of those shooter bucks was on camera religiously, like and we had a game plan we could go kill them early, we would, but you know, there's something to be said about the camp atmosphere and being up here and camaraderie, everything it's else. Day. Yeah, it's just it's uh it became a tradition. I mean, it wasn't a tradition before. Well, we, we I used told to hunt locally. Yeah. Yeah, we used to hunt locally first day. But then uh, after we got this camp, it just became just another tradition, you know? Yeah. I told the story in Patreon the other day on Marco Polo, and I was saying how traditionally first day we would all go to the private property piece that we had, and we'd all yeah. kind of hunt there somewhere. We'd all stack into it, and then we'd go get our shop and say breakfast afterwards for oh, yeah. $4 a meal. <laughs> yeah, you want some? <laughs> yeah, try that. It's a little larceny. It's a little watered down, but it's delicious. It's bourbon, whiskey, bourbon, same thing. What do you think? Oh, yeah. You get a whiskey got a podcast here telling me it's the same thing. For larceny. It is the same thing. There's a whole bottle of it in there. Enjoy. Yeah. I'll take a little dabble in that. All right. I'll so, my lips in so, anyways, we'd have our breakfast, and we, you yeah. know, we go out for the evening wherever. we kind of separate, go wherever we wanted to go in the evenings. But since we got the camp, we just kind of moved up here and started doing it a little differently. So Yeah. I like that tradition, though. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice up here, too. I mean, you got ton of deer uh what was the one year we we slayed the one year but i think we had a big i think we killed six opening opening week and yeah that's day that's the year i went crazy and i just walked like for like an hour way back in there and i killed dad got two i'm pretty sure we killed Uh, six is the highest in the opening day yeah in archery might have been yeah and then right seven somewhere out there in the water yeah, 10, 10 first day. Yeah, it's nuts. That's so yeah, pretty I've good listened to like, <laughs> I've listened yeah. to all your podcasts the past few days. So you know, I'm trying to like, correct some of the mistakes you guys made. Ooh. I think you said nine first day. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. just clearing things up, clearing up the timeline. First off, <laughs> we got the corrections was, coming in. <laughs> there, it was nine first day, and then Johnny, uh, little Johnny, shot the tenth on the second day on Sunday. It was ten and eleven. Nah, I think it was 10, 11, I don't know. I'll look at the picture, regardless. Yeah. It's a lot of freaking deer, okay? No, nah, I finally got a job, Austin, where I could listen to podcasts and do brainless work, so... There's nothing wrong with that, man. I've been I've been laying into it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. We gotta get you back on here a little bit more, man. You were consistent for a while. Yeah, I think I did, like, what, five in a row or something, and then had a baby and went on high A's. Yeah, everyone's asking, where'd Joe, the deer slayer, go? Yeah. <laughs> Our really resident deer slayer. <laughs> no, no one's actually really asking that. that. No one's actually asking. <laughs> yes, that. Maybe a couple people. Joe, we've had eighteen people ask where you. Yeah. Is nice. that the number now? Eighteen. Nice. It could have been seventeen. It could have been seventeen. <laughs> it could have been zero. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been getting pumped up, man. I've been listening to you guys. I've been <clears throat> dabbling some old stuff, you know, re-listening to, to uh, 
and some of the old stuff and it's just trying to yeah getting psyched up man i do that sometimes i'll go back and listen to an episode just to like get a little refresher or something like that yeah 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 i like listening to my old one with uh jimmy 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 ohio and everything that blew up for some reason I think it was a great story, but yeah, he's over here just I said, adding his stats. Which I said, listening to I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in second place all I time. Said, I said, well, well, yeah, second place in 150 some uh, episodes. Yeah, I think you were top good. five. You were definitely top five. I was, I was top three, two for a while there. But you're not going to beat Johnny Earhart, man. But uh, no, I listened to that and I kind of just like. You know, you like, listen to yourself and you're like, you notice you say something a whole lot and you just get like, uh, stop saying it, but you know that you're going to keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, e- well, either way, like probably a thousand times on that episode, dude, and it just drove me nuts every time I listened to it. But I don't know uh, what it is, man, but like <clears throat> when I get on the podcast, I tend to repeat stuff. I don't do it in real life, but like... <laughs> <laughs> What, for whatever reason, yeah. when I'm talking to somebody, I'll be like, definitely, definitely. And then like before the whole time, I forget what Charles used to say, but I always used to say absolutely. And I said absolutely like a million times in one episode. Yeah. Dina made fun of me for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well that, what was that Caitlin girl you had on? She was saying the same thing. Like, you know, you just, was it Caitlin, right? Caitlin Moss or Caitlin? The, oh, the other one, one. The recent one. Yeah. yeah. She was saying, like, you know, you, you like notice that, and then, and then yeah. it's just funny, you know. You just you kind of make fun of yourself. You that's, know, the that's one, one of those things. It's just the one that you brought up was Doug Castrova. Uh, is that his name? Doug Castrava yeah. from Horny Buckseed. Castrava from Horny Buckseed. Remember, he was the the Wisconsin Wisconsin guy that had the accent. He kept saying, "Uh, shoot, what did he? He had like a punchline. He'd said a million times." Oh my god! It was a very like Canadian. How do you forget this, Joe? You recently? No, this is an old oh, one years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Dang it! Definitely. As soon as I said it, I, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said it, I lost it. Like he used, to, he had a. He said something. He said about four million times in that episode. It's like, well, oh, the thing with my episode, I had there. so much to cover. I mean, it was like a two-hour episode. I had so much to cover. I was just trying to stay on topic the whole time. So I was just like, every time it kind of like started fading off topic, I just said, well, either way. And then I just tried getting back on topic, you know, like you saying, uh, there's so much going on that season. I was like, I just got to cover all this. I got to get it through. We can't, we can't go in rabbit holes today. You know, I, yeah, that's what it was. You know, it was, you know, it was, you know, oh, I worked with like 300 what? Canadians, dude. They really, they, they changed me. He said it about 4 million <laughs> times know? in the episode. You know? I still say that shit <laughs> to this day, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Canadians will rub off on you and that poutine. I say <laughs> a lot now that I worked with Canadians for probably two, three years. <laughs> a. Pretty sweet, a. eh? That could, that's good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, we were supposed to make this a shorter episode. Uh, I definitely got off the rails. I will say that I am going to uh, definitely, to get us back on track, I'm definitely be targeting some acorns in the afternoon tomorrow. So I got a game plan. I'm going to try to find a bunch of big oak trees that I know where they're at from turkey season. Look at that. I was actually deer scouting in turkey season. Kind Rot of. Row. Yep. I was going to say, what's, what's the chances Charles brings up turkey during this? Like, come <laughs> on, man. It's the day before our training. What? Come on, turkey. What? That's all that. We need to do one of those, like... I was deer scouting. He like shock his brain or something, dude. You get this shit out of his dude, I can't. soul. Let's can't. do it. Can't do it. Shock therapy. No. <laughs> we got to. Can't. We need to do some shock therapy on his ass. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little larceny in the cup. It's not larceny, it's shock therapy. <laughs> I saw so many deer on the way up here today, by the way. Like, we were driving up here in that last hour and a half, two hours of daylight, and, man, there were deer everywhere. I mean, everywhere. That's so, got to make you feel I good. Almost, I almost dusted a few, and I'm, like, thinking, <laughs> do I have tags for that area? <laughs> Mate, dude, the funniest shit. I was driving down a highway the other day, and I'm going decently fast, as you can see. I mean, I got a speeding ticket on the way here, but uh, there's this little buck on the side of uh, 376, and for some reason, like, he picked me out of, like, all the cars going down 376. He looked at me, we made eye contact, and he freaked out, and he tried turning real hard and running away from the highway. And he fell over, dude. That was the most unathletic <laughs> shit I've ever seen. He fell over on his side, and his feet were going like he's running. <laughs> like a dog in his sleep. Yeah. Like, he, he fell over so hard. Like, it must have been real soft right there. He fell over on his side, and his feet start going until he's, like, started getting up, and then he just took off. Like, <laughs> oh, I got us on I track. I was cracking you, up, You man. just took us right back down off track. I, I, immediately, you guys did that to us. Dude, all I'm I can think when Joe you. was saying that is that freaking TikTok sound. I'm fast as fuck, boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's great. Hardcore, yeah. parkour. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, if you would have hit one tonight, you would have been the the second person to hit one on before opening day. Yeah, and with my truck, with your truck. <laughs> with my truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was the first. Yeah, Charles hit one a few years ago, and then I gave him so much shit the next day. As he comes out of the woods, I'm like, well, you should have took my truck in the woods with you. <laughs> he might have he got a deer. I could have taken that deer, too. I smoked her right in the head. I mean, she was, uh, she was clean. I didn't want to get arrested, though. You just got for insurance a, purposes, uh, we're going to stop there. <laughs> I think you can get a uh, salvage tag for that stuff, can't you? I, yeah, not at midnight and day before archery. On a Friday night. Well, I don't know how it mm -hmm. works. I think you just take it and I mean, you apply I, for the tag. Oh, uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I think you have to get the salvage tag first. I've never actually done I've never picked up a deer that's been hit. On I'm going to do some I've research never... and find out. Yeah, that would be good to know for that kind of you know scenario. where The thing with me was I, I didn't want to have a dead deer in the back of my truck the day before archery season driving around. You know what yeah, I mean? You just like, zip those back straps out. That looks her, pretty bad. Leave her for the yeah. rest of the world. It looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously no hole in there and her head's blown up and like from the truck, but I don't know. <laughs> clean, clean kill. <laughs> clean <laughs> kill. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I haven't killed one in the first day in so long. It's like, I don't even care. I just want to, just want to be in the woods. I didn't get one in 2B this year early in the, in the season. I missed one. Um, last Friday night, I missed one. It was a close shot, but it was just dark, and it was a dumb shot, and it was it was bad. We we don't have to get into that on this episode, but um, yeah, clean miss, clean with. So I missed my opportunity. We had a couple. Me and Mike Fennel were down there the other night. We had one. We had like six, yeah. seven deer. That was it, last light because I I I called you when I shoot my bow. Yeah, and uh, you called me back. I think I just shot a deer. No, no, <laughs> no, that was a miss. Yeah. And then uh, we had a bunch of close opportunities where if he just maybe stood up, potentially he would have had a shot, but like they were just over this little rise and you can see like the top third of their backs and their heads that they were walking across like 35 yards, pretty decently dark. And then they caught our wind and it was mayhem, dude. We switched spots on the ground, which if we wouldn't have, 
he probably would if he would have stayed where he was originally and he would have had shot opportunities all night long but we switched because he needed more cover for his draw and then lost all the shooting i'm like damn it dude i was like if you were in my seat you could have killed probably two deer tonight oh but, man yeah it's just like tough tough close calls down there all year long down there so far, all year for the last two weeks <laughs> all year so far you know how but long you been just... hunting bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think i went out four four times this year so that's pretty good though honestly yeah. man you should be pretty pretty ready to rock yeah and the first thing i'm doing is hunting off the ground <laughs> good it's good yeah, yeah, the ghillie suit and the gill. I'm, I'll take the ghillie top, hundred percent. I got, I ran it through the ozone. It's ready to go, man. It's Heck yeah, in my, uh, I'm it's a scent lock bag in there. So. I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I might bring in the evening because I'm just not sure how that stand's gonna look because it could get a little crazy with saplings. I mean, it's it's been good for how I've been hunting over for probably about seven years, and usually they stay down enough where I could get some good shooting in. But I'd be careful sneaking into that stand tomorrow afternoon. Like take it. They really might, yeah. Slow, they might dude. be hanging out in there. They bunch of apples. apple trees all the time. It's yeah. like in an overgrown field, and you know it's it's mm. really good spot, like a really good spot. Yeah, last year was mayhem, man. I just had groups of deer coming through. Like people were pushing them to me, you know. But yeah, it's gotten a little weird over the years. Like I used to go shoot to that field, and then the trees just kind of overgrown. I never really maintained them. Uh, but yeah, I, I love it over there, man. It's just beautiful sight i mean the mountains you know mm-hmm. mountains are so nice that's like in the morning i go out i get way way back deep and it's just you can't hear anything you know it's just you can hear everything but you can't you know like once it's silent it's it's so dead silent, silent. like yeah. it's just that mountain you you can't get that plus the air like the mountain air like they say you know it's just you can't beat that with a stick man and honestly depending on how the morning goes i might even get and stay away from those apples, but it's hard not to go there. Yeah, if you know, just let me know. It is, you know? Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. know what my afternoon spot is. But, <laughs> no, I'll tell you about another spot, though, that I hunted later in the year last year. Yeah, and uh, a bunch so. of deer came through. And Hey, guys. Really good spot, too. But it's Yeah, buddy. Keep keep talking. I got to let the dog out real quick. All right, good. Well, I mean, I don't know. For the afternoon, I'm. what I think I'm going to do is after my morning hunt, I'm going to head over to that spot that I found in turkey season and see if those acorns are falling, dude, you should see it in there. There's like a dozen dude, of those mother oaks, like the real big walk, trees. Did you walk in the yard over here? Like, oh, the yard oh, I was crazy. stepping on. It was like I was stepping on like a floor full of marbles, dude. It, yeah. It's crazy. Well, the weird thing is like when I was down in 2B, it was very hit or miss. Like there were trees like that where you couldn't take a step without stepping on an acorn. Yeah. And then you pass six more oak trees, and there's not an acorn one. I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because it's like, I think it's a if good there's thing. that many acorns, are they going to really dow down on certain areas? Or they have a whole well, forest of acorns to yep. go after. Are they going to go do. after your acorns? So that's the thing. You need to find the tree. And I, I realized this when I was in 2B that night. I was under a tree and multiple other trees, and it was raining acorns all night long. There were acorns all over the ground. When I went to climb up, I'm like, okay, this is where I need to be. I climbed up, and I watched a doe group to my right at 100, 120 yards, and they fed around the same tree all night long. One tree. All the trees over there, all the trees around me were dropping. They fed around that tree the whole night for an hour and a half. To my left, another doe group. 
100 yards away. They fed around one tree yeah. the whole night. So it's like you got to find the, the tree at feeding that time. scrapes. Yep. The, yeah, I mean, wherever the they're on, yeah. and they'll be in there for a few days on that one tree. And like I'm that. sure that they'd prefer, like, me going to the apple orchard. I'm sure they prefer apples 100%. and pears and everything over the over that. I remember the one came in last year, and I swear I heard it just munching on pears or apples or whatever. And I was like, should I get down and go sneak up on I'm like, nah, I'm seeing a lot of deer. I'll just hang out. And then a couple of groups came through. I ended up smoking two does at seven yards. And literally my arrows were sitting. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Like my arrows were sitting apart. like a foot and a half apart. Yeah. <laughs> and they were both hard shots. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, that's that, crazy. That was wild. I, you know year. what I saw more of this year than I've ever seen in my entire life that's going bananas is Baroque. Dude, when we went and scouted that property in Ohio and even some in PA and down in 2B, Burr Oak is freaking insane. What's in Burr Oak? So if you've ever seen a Burr Oak acorn, the acorn top almost covers the the, acorn. the entire acorn. Yeah. And there's just a little bit. And, it's and they would like, like that more? Dude, they were killing them. Hmm. When, we, when we found the Burr Oak like tree, something that's harder than... Not that it's hard. I'm sure they just they just munch crack on them right open. Yeah, yeah. It's the same way. They just crack them right yeah. open. But like they were killing it when when we found the big bur oak tree and it was all the tops. There was like barely any actual acorns. I don't know how I've never heard of this, dude. I have. I don't think I've ever even seen a bur oak acorn in the wild until hmm. this year. And there was piles of shit all over under this one tree in Ohio. And then I think when we were down in 2B, we were walking around and somebody picked up a burr oak acorn shell. And I was like, no shit, that's a burr oak. Like, I've heard of them, obviously. I know what they are. I don't think I've ever actually seen them in that, like, that plentiful. Dude, they, you've seen crazy. them and not even known it. I have one in my front yard. I'll send you a picture of what they are. Oh, really? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, it drops really like, early. I know pin oaks. I know red oaks, yeah. white oaks. I never heard of a burr oak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, there's all kinds are insane, of oaks, dude. Man. Yeah, yeah, like there's the water oak up in our Mercer property that um it's like a swamp oak and that one year remember they have the real big acorns and they're super juicy and like real soft. I don't know if you've ever seen right right or ate them trolls. <laughs> I cut them open. <laughs> I didn't eat them either. I cut them open. <laughs> He's ever munching on them. Well, no, I, yeah, I didn't think they'd really like <laughs> it was that time frame where I where I heard somewhere like you can cut them open and see if they're still <laughs> fresh and good or if they're all dried out and gross like and this thing was like super super fresh yeah, they're real big like and they and i killed two deer from the ground that night and missed one like i could have killed you three. a fox squirrel like the size of a dog over there just slamming these things <laughs> oh, just <laughs> insane dude these things were so so good looking but between the bur oak the hickory nuts and just your regular white and reds there's a ton of food on the ground right now, like Joe was saying. But you got to find, like, the feed tree, like the hot feed tree. And if you get on there and you're in that tree, not in that tree, but if you're around that tree, it's money. Well, you remember that spot we hunted and gun years past. Me and Sam doubled up the year we killed 10. Okay, yeah. Uh, I heard it was 9 or 11. Back there. <laughs> Nine to, 11. Nine to eleven. Remember all the feeding scrapes you saw back here? Uh, I'm trying to still think. The year we killed all those, we were way back that. Ro- oh, where we went there? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, okay. the feeding scrapes over there are like it's insane. It's almost like 
you almost have to flip a coin to to know what tree to climb because it's like there's sign everywhere. Yeah. Two hundred yards by two hundred yards of just feeding straight. It's like it's a step down bench on like a big ridge that drops down. It's one of them benches. And that whole flat on that bench was covered in feeding scrapes. I mean, the entire bench. We're talking for hundreds and hundreds of yards, just yeah. feeding scrapes. Crazy. And with a gun, <laughs> yeah, you're good with to a go. Gun, you're good. With a bow, you just got to get on that bench, you know, somewhere. That's a good point. I could head to back there again in the evening too. I just don't want to get a deer out of there. I didn't bring my. I brought my pack out pack. I didn't I brought my pack. I brought my bags, dude. I'm I'm prepared to like go to war (laughs) we have to you know i even bought a a a smaller like packable knife uh flay knife for for cutting up gears of woods yeah gerber it's it's mean so yeah if we gotta pack some out that's uh that's the route we're going that might open up some possibilities then for me i got a spot in mind that i brought my saddle so if things get crazy and we get that thing set up like uh actually where you shot your buck last year was it last year yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far from there is where I'm talking about. Is where I was thinking about going, just up and around where we set up originally, on that same little shelf just around the bend. There, there's like a little finger ridge before it drops off into a, the abyss. Yeah, so you didn't add that you shot a doe right afterwards and it ran down into the abyss, <laughs> and then we had to. Not much talking about. <laughs> we had to, that we had to pack out two deer, meaning I had to carry out two deer. I was on my as soon as Charles had to hold the pack. <laughs> He, like, does some kind of crazy shuffle thing and knocks one of the deer off the pack. <laughs> we got back now, so it should about. be a little bit easier. But I don't know what he's talking about. I I did look at my Onyx, and my track from that day is still on, and I is saved on my Onyx, and you can just see, like, the areas where Joe's deer's died, where I went across, where I found mine, where I tracked, where I hit it, where I tracked it, where I found it, where we brought it up out of. It's not pretty. <laughs> not it's, pretty at all. It's not pretty. It is. Uh, it was pretty brutal, if anything. Yeah. Gorgeous spot, though. Gorgeous spot. Yeah, if you uh, turn it off topographical, then it does look okay. It looks great. <laughs> uh, take the lines off. Take all those crazy lines that are sitting around top of each other off there. and It looks great. Yeah. Put it on that new yeah, 3D so, mode yeah. and see what it looks like. <laughs> It's not gonna look pretty. So what's your uh, what's your what's your season uh, looking like here, Austin? What do you got? Some cameras out? What do you what do you got rolling? I don't have any cameras out, man. Not yet. I have I have a bunch of cameras ready to rock, but I uh, I didn't have time to put cameras out, so I'm gonna do kind of like what I told Chuck before. They're gonna ride in my pack because honestly, every year I go out and I'll be hunting and I'll scout my way into a piece or something like that and. I see something, I'll have all my cameras out and I'm, I, I don't have one on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll come back and I'll put a camera on it. And I never do. So I'm kind of going to go on the fly this year and keep all You're my cameras on my back pack. and put them yep. out as I go and just kind of do it that way. I'm going to hunt a couple different properties to start off the, the season. So cell cams or yeah, cell regular cams. cams? Yeah, cell cams. Yeah. And then just kind of I got it three. That way. I got three cell cams rolling right now. No, I think Charles probably has three on that same property we we've been trying to really like break it down you know and just kind of figure things out and it, it's hard you know like we're we're like hoping that like okay it goes past one camera and it goes past another camera now we got its travel pattern like we we got it like 
figure it out. But there's a lot of times, like even last year, we had our cameras pretty close together, and I'd get pictures that he never got, you know, and then it was very rare for us to get the same picture. So I, I think there's like some type of like cutoff that we're not really seeing. Yeah. Or that we are. I mean, that we just don't, we can't really get cameras in there because it's too thick. But uh, yeah, we, we're really tied down. I, I feel like I put all my eggs in one basket this year. Mostly because I just haven't gone out to other properties yet. I, I still got one cell cam in the bag and I, I, I'm i just saving it. I might buy another one. I was going to put one out here, but it's like, how much am I really going to come out here to, for it to, you know, I can see it's a lot different seeing deer daylight 30 minutes away than seeing deer daylight an hour and a half away. You know, oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. it's not like I could just run up here and they go like, oh, okay, that's where I'm going. Plus the acreage is so much higher out here that realistically you're not going to have the deer come back through that area the next day so yeah it's tough i mean when you're going to come up here every other at best every weekend at best if you really wanted to grind up here really tied it down you could do that and it's like man if i'm getting a deer monday tuesday wednesday and he's in the same spot by saturday he's probably not going to be there um potentially you know so like at home when i can just put up you know a bunch of cameras spray him across the property and when i see that buck like last year he's like all right he was in there three out of four nights okay time to make a move and i did and almost should have you know made it happen but like that's it's it's the difference is you know i have yeah. five cell cameras up right now and the crazy part is even with all of our cell cams they've never actually killed us any deer <laughs> they've yeah, never I mean, killed us any deer like you were saying though that one camera it wasn't even a it cell wasn't camera. a cell cam. It was a regular but, camera. But same same difference because you you checked it like that day, you know, whatever day, and then you went out the next day because you had him recently. You know, it was almost the same as a cell camera going, "Hey, he's coming through," and then you went in there and should have got it done. But I actually the buck that you shot in 2021, my buck. Oh, <laughs> I shot yours. I got you back. All right. Uh, he shoots mine. Deer. I shot yours. It was a little touch Whatever. bigger, but you know. <laughs> uh, so the buck that I was chasing that year that Charles ended up shooting, I uh, I had him daylight. I called off the next day, and I put a full day sit in, and he came cruising across last light, but instead of walking twelve yards away from me, he was sixty yards. So I mean, it it you can get them to daylight like, like the big boy I shot the 160 I shot out there. I didn't know because I didn't have cell cams then. But he daylighted three, I think it was three out of three out of four days or something. A lot of nights in a row. Dude, three. I think it was three out of four days that week. He daylighted him in that uh and cupine. Cupine. They daylighted together three out of four days, dude. That's outrageous. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, it's just, that rule of three. Just man. goes to show. I mean, they could, they could go through the same area two days in a row, daylighting. They yeah. they easily could. So I mean, I'll take those odds every day of the week, man. Yeah. Like, if, if I if you daylight one day, happen, I'll go in there the next day. Yeah. I, I I'll take those odds. Definitely. Yeah. I've seen it too many times. I don't think it's unreasonable that you have all your eggs in one basket, to be honest with you. Like, you guys have confidence in that property. It's a good basket to have them in. (laughs) It's a good basket basket. to have them in, man. I mean, there's a lot of deer out there. You guys have consistently done it. You're getting historical data no matter what. You guys have a lot of cameras out there. So I don't see it as a bad thing. And, you know, kind of coming from the reverse coin on that, 
hunting other properties, I kind of like that unknown a little bit too. Like you have your place that you mm-hmm. know the deer, but I used to like that. Yeah. Just going in and hunting a spot kind of like we used to back in the day before cameras and stuff. It, there's, there's something yeah. nostalgic about that too. There is. And I, I kind of miss that a little bit because honestly having soul cams, you don't hunt stands as much because you're like, Oh, well, they're not going through there. They might be. Yeah, they might be walking on the other side of the camera, 40 yards away. They could be walking on the other side of that camera. It's like 100%. Sometimes the way it is now, I got my camera pressed up against corn, and they could sneak through the other way and like walk underneath my stand. They could sneak through the back. They could, but if they're going in front of the corn, they're going in front of me. So I mean, it's it's more tied down now than it was when the years they have beans, where it's like, okay, they could be forty yards into the field and they could walk past me at twenty, you know. Definitely. And my camera's never touching them, so it's a little bit different now with corn because it's just pressed up against, you know, corn's probably thirteen, fourteen yards away from my stand. So it's kind of tied down to that point now this year that I could use that a little bit more as a okay, well they're not coming through there. Okay, I'm gonna stay off that until the rut, and then who knows, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then once I cut the corn, all all bets are off, anyways. But you know, I I don't know. I still have a lot of work to do. Like I still have. I just looked the other day. I have six regular cameras, dude. I have probably in my room eight to ten regular cameras just sitting there, like. And that's I probably have. It's a depressing. More in the garage. <laughs> it's depressing I, because yeah. like you don't want to use them anymore. Because honestly, <laughs> I still it's have such a good thing cams. to have because especially like. The spot I kill my big buck is just, it's, you don't want to go up there and fuck shit up. You know, you just don't want to get in there. And especially walking the whole way up there, how much damage are you doing every time you check your camera? So the cell cams are so nice. But yeah, those close, close spots or like even those spots that, okay, I'm walking into this stand. I could just pull that card real quick, switch out with another card or put it back when I come back through, check it while I'm up my stand. It is a nice thing to have regular camera especially price wise you know i mean i like to put them out and just use them for data i won't check them just all year bacon, long you know? yeah just Nothing let them bake all year that, long dude. you know in different spots like you know because you have your properties you know your properties you know your good spots your not so good spots you would think but like you you hunt your good spots you're limited on how many times you can hunt you hunt your good spots or there's all these other places you're always wondering like this year joe we've been wondering about this spot on the edge of the corn on the edge of the cornfield for how long we put a cell camera up there, and boom, we got freaking deer there all the time now. Which one's that? The one right at the edge of the field that is up Scrape in the corner? Scrape corner. Yeah. It's like... You oh, that always... spot's been like yeah, in like... the back of my mind since I've been... <laughs> right, and last year, we, threw, long, a, dude, we like... threw a regular camera up there. I got all kinds of pictures, like behind it. I put up a regular camera. Oh, you're right, way past it, yeah. Yeah, and then this year we put up a cell cam in a in a better area, and there's freaking deer all over it. Oh yeah, it's like, it's like uh, every single year, this one corner of the field just scraped to hell every year, every year. So it's it's one of those spots. It's kind of hard because now the trees over the years, the trees are starting to grow up a little bit more over there, so it's more realistic to actually get in a tree. Before yeah. it was like, there's nothing, you know, like you hunt I actually ground, hunted a little bit further down past there where Charles set up his camera on the ground because the year or earlier that year, the year before or something, I saw a nice buck come down when I was hunting the ground over there on that corner 
and he was beelining right to me, and then he kind of faded off to some does. But it it's just it's hard to hit some spots like that. That's why I bought the ghillie suit. But yeah, yeah, getting a Celicam in there and, and just seeing the data, like we had that one buck daylight over there. How many times? Yeah, and he kind of just like he fell off a little bit. We're seeing him. Think here about there, it. Like how many times in the past you'd walk down the edge of that field and see scrapes and I go, ah, that's nighttime activity. That you know, yeah, that's I mean, nighttime activity, which they mostly it was are. that plus like I said, just getting in there, you know, it's hard you look up and you see a bunch of like little ass trees. I'm never gonna climb that. Or you see like trees that you couldn't climb before, but now that you have a saddle, they're very climbable, you know. Here's my like, thing, guys. Before we we had lock ons. I mean, uh not lock ons, but you know, obviously with lock ons, but we had climbers and it's like you can't climb that tree. There's no way. No way. You guys have the answer yeah. at your fingertips here, and you guys are just overlooking it hardcore. Joe, you said you have like <laughs> ten cameras. Chuck, you said you have eighteen or eight cameras. You guys have eighteen cameras at your disposal right now. They're just sitting there. Take those freaking cameras, man, and get them out in the woods. This is like your opportunity. Even if you don't hunt those spots, get that freaking data, man, because those are eighteen spots that you could possibly hunt that you're not. Yep. Take it. I mean, even if it's not even one of those things where it's in the back of your mind, like maybe dig through there and see if you can think of a couple spots to put those cameras. But even if you just threw a camera in your in your in your pack and you're hunting a spot and you're or you're going in and you throw a camera out, just get those cameras out, man. Throw a pin down so you don't forget about them. And, you know, collect that <laughs> that's, data that's good... because at the end of the year, if you guys have 18 cameras out, how much freaking data are you going to have? You guys might be an unstoppable force oh, next yeah. year. Holy hell. Yeah, I mean, since we kind of like teamed up, what do you call that? <laughs> Teaming up duo. We kind of became a duo. I mean, our success rates put skyrocketed, right? Totally. Yeah, I mean, like crazy. It's definitely even last year, gun season, we just we got a plan together in our heads. Yeah. Went out, I got it done, and it was a very respectable buck. Like, but we just put our heads together, you know? Same with now, like I'm constantly sending him pictures, constantly sending me pictures. Mm -hmm. So we got six cameras that we're sharing and we're just, we're collecting off each other, like trying to figure it out. You know, two, two minds are better than one, right? Keep yeah. doing that, yeah, man. We got, yeah, we got a couple of I'm just sick of spending money on batteries, man. Oh, <laughs> like, that's the worst. Well, you got to like think you, too, you don't have you to put lithium in those Just put out regular batteries yeah, yeah. on those and get them out. I mean, even if they're only alive yeah. for, you know, archery season, who cares? You're still getting I just that data. such such bad camera luck, man. With these stealth cams, sometimes, man. Like, hey, don't you talk about my ones, stealth cams? He likes the cell cam ones. They're the phenomenal. cheap ones, I had no problem with them. They took pictures when they had to. Good quality or bad quality, I don't care. You gave me a good idea of what's going through there. But every time I spent like eighty dollars on one of those stinking things, dude, I'd buy the thirty, forty dollar ones, and they they do great. I'd buy eighty dollar one, and they just take a thousand and a half pictures and just ruin my life but anyways yeah <laughs> but anyway but, but either way <laughs> either way either way yeah I, we're, we're definitely gonna do that i mean we did that last year it was basically mid-season we started throwing all the not mid but early season during the season we started going in there and just throwing cameras up everywhere um and that's i mean honestly that could also bad. be a good thing with other hunters too you know yeah they see like eight cameras they walk through and they're like screw this place i'm out of here and really, it's just me and Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked across 20 yeah. cameras today. Never this place is here. loaded with people. I'm out here. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> I mean, honestly, last year, I think it was just me and you. Yeah. And 
that's a very good thing because to keep it that way. Usually you get like eight random dudes walking through, and it's like it's during the rut. You let per usual. It's private, but ten people out there. You let people hunt there or people sneak in there, and it could be very public. Yeah. Well, we've been rambling for a little over an hour now, and I'm sure we're getting up there on time, Austin. But I mean, we all got to get to bed and get up, and a couple of us are going hunting in the morning. You know, it's open day. It's exciting. Can't wait for it. Austin, are you there? You might have left. Do we finally lose Austin? Back. Oh, he's coming back. I figured you anyways, guys just yeah. keep talking for a second. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, it, it's opening day tomorrow. I mean, I know I'm excited about it. It's The nice part about it is, like, and we've been talking a lot about cameras and yada, yada. Like, finally, we Dude. can start putting this all together. <laughs> Look at this. And actually, like, chasing these deer now, finally. Look at that beast. 10 o'clock, 7. Beast. <laughs> beast. Holy shit. We've seen him before, right? On the camera we were talking about, yeah, though? Yeah, we were dude. literally talking about it. My phone vibrated. I pick it up. and That's got to be that 8 point that was in front of your camera yeah. the other day. With like yeah, that daylighter. Yeah. Dude, look at the neck on that dude. He See, deer yeah, this big make his antlers look small. Like I said to Charles, like, I'm not, like, I'm unimpressed like we have some good bucks on camera but last year like we had we had a whole fortress of just do like bucks like probably seven eight good bucks on camera in this property and this year it's like we're trying to tie together even repeat guests you know and it's just can't really see it maybe one of them i could say hey that's wide willy you know but we had some like just monster deer last year not monster, but like really good deer to where this year we're looking forward to just grown up monsters, like four and a half year old, just beast. And I'm just not, I'm not really seeing it yet. I'm sure yeah, the rock I change a lot of that. Man, pictures are so deceiving. And they though. can deer look Especially because all their bodies look so big. It's still yeah. so early you know? though, man. Once, once October hits and you start getting towards that end of September or end of October and those deer start That's showing up, buck, it's going to be gnarly. Yeah. That's funny. We were just talking about that in a, a night, really nice. Probably one of the hit listers just showed up on that same scrape corner camera. Just popped up on it. Yeah. Right now. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> just now as we're recording. So I don't have enough service to see the other one. I just got another one from uh, well, from the yeah. apple tree. We're gonna have to load. Uh, we're gonna have to load some Wi-Fi from my other phone and get those pictures downloaded. <laughs> so Are you can, guys driving home you know, tonight kick or ourselves. what? <laughs> <laughs> No, not for a ten o'clock deer. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, but I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, when we're driving home Sunday, we'll start popping off all these pictures of deer walking past our stands. But yeah, no, that's that how it is. I mean, that's that's the evil that comes with cell cams, right? Mm-hmm. But I was telling Joe too that last year, like we set up our cameras late. All these cell cams, we started getting all these bucks and stuff late. Like there's deer, I'm sure that we had last year that probably just aren't even on the property yet. Or what I was telling them is the one side of the property we've been really wanting to get some cameras on. Yeah. We have no cameras on. That's where all the acorns are. So that's probably where all the deer are. And yeah, that's we're kind of lopsided right now, actually, with all yeah. our cameras. We're lopsided to one side of the property. That's just you know. Dude, I was just talking about this historically good with my buddy at work. I mean, that's kind of the reason why he wanted to go check out a new piece and hunt for first day. He's like, I don't have any bucks on camera right now. I'm like, man, you never do. Like once you hit that right. like middle to end of October, those deer start showing up. Like 
don't go in there and blow out your good spots right now. Like, let's go check out this piece and, and hunt it and do whatever. But, you know, a lot of these deer, and I just heard it on a podcast, you know, last week, I think. Guys were talking about how they're getting tired of running their cameras in the summer because, you know, the deer that they're actually shooting aren't showing up until November or the end of October. And yeah. they're like, we're just going to hold off and save the battery life and do this. And I was like, that actually kind of makes sense. In a way, yeah. In a way, I can see it. Um, you know, like it goes back to what we said earlier. You just don't know. Are they on the property? They're just on a different side of the property, Maybe. you know, or, but like if you have small properties, yeah, and they're not there, they're not there. They're not there. You Think know, about they, how I mean, many guys too, though, that have deer that are, you know, in velvet and then they disappear. They're only in their summer range and then you can't even hunt that right. deer anyway. You know, it disappears. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the good point of that, you know, there's, there's deer that you would get, uh, we used to get all the time. And it was like, oh, look at these deer, and they're in velvet. They're so nice. And it's like, you never even get to hunt those deer because they just freaking disappear. But yeah. this year, it seems like a lot of our velvet deer have stuck around. Oh, yeah. They all hung out uh, from the start. And a lot of those I was a little upset with just because, like, we saw them, like, early velvet, and we're like, man, he's going to be a slammer. And then they just didn't really, like, explode as much. And, and that's a little upsetting because we, we actually put the feet out and everything, you know like we've never really done. Uh, but yeah. I do love seeing those guys that they'll send you pictures like early season. They're like, look at all these slammers. And then it's sad. It is it's sad to say I'm not going <laughs> to laugh about it, but they send you all these slammers and then like it gets closer to season. Like, yeah, those bucks just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's what you know? can happen. You don't have the sustainability on your property yeah. to, to keep them all year round with all the different food sources happening. I mean, they could slide back through during rut or whatever else, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it it could be. It's, it's a little a, scary, it's man. Tricky. Imagine seeing play. that and having a having a monster come through, and then then time comes to start hunting him, and he just disappears. Like that that could be bad. Lose sleepover stuff. Like oh that. yeah, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. Rub it in, guys. I, Not everybody has a yeah. property that deer stick around on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll rub it in. I must mean, be I, nice. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it must be nice. Like a two-man horn. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely uh, different. It's definitely different. It's it's all about you know getting. Low. I mean, you could do the same thing on public land. You could do the same thing up up here if you really wanted. To. There's enough land. You know, these deer aren't leaving this public land. They're not going somewhere else. You know what I mean? You That's just got to find them. True. Just got to find them. So we all have the property per se. It's just a lot tougher. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, it's, it's hard up here with all this acreage. So it's just I'm trying to get deer resources. in front of you, man. Like it's really like every deer up here is pretty much a trophy just because it's like getting a deer, especially archery, get a deer with an archery range out here with all this acreage, man. It's just, it's hard to really dial down on certain areas and, it took us years when we first moved up to this camp to really dial down on areas, especially gun once things kind of get kicked around a bit. But, yeah, it, it could be tough up here, man. These big woods, they're not easy. Yep. I would agree. Not easy at all. I would agree. Well, buddy, I think we ought to put a bow on this one and catch up after season starts and kicks off, and hopefully we have some stories to tell. Absolutely, man. We are getting close on time, but before we go, I want to ask you guys what – not necessarily what your expectations are for tomorrow, but what would you be stoked with if it happened? Well, mine's always been the same. If I see deer tomorrow, I'll be happy. But 
I guess since I've actually been hunting already and I've seen a ton of deer, um, I have to up that into saying I would like to have one opportunity. That's, That's all. I don't have to kill. I just want it. I just want an opportunity. I want something in range. Yeah. You know, if I blow it, I blow it. That's fine. You know, if they get in range and I don't get a shot and they spook out, that's fine. I just want the heart rate. I want to, I want the heart racing, put it that way. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's a great answer. So with me, it's kind of weird because like this season came up on me so fast. Dude, you And I've just me. been so busy. I've been so busy that I haven't had those crazy, I haven't had time to have those crazy like early, like before season jitters of just like, Oh, what, what if this happens? What if this happens? So I don't know what's going to happen when I see a deer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> am I going to just like completely explode inside? Like, uh, I, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, obviously every year, like Charles said, just, just seeing a deer, just, just being out there is going to be great. So, uh, just, just seeing and just being out in the woods and finally not having to just do this, that, and the other thing and run around like crazy and constantly busy. It's going to be so nice to just sit in the stand, watch the sun come up, everything else. Like that's, that's going to be just a weight off my shoulders, you know, just stress, just blown right off my shoulders. But, uh, it would be cool to kill some shit, but you know, (laughs) I mean, that's obvious for everybody, but just being out there is going to be great. You know, just finally having a little bit of time myself, you know, I'm with you, buddy. But I'm yeah, I'm you. definitely excited. What about you, man? I, I like. I don't want to mimic you guys, but I, I'm I'm gonna go with like going into a new piece tomorrow and just kind of scouting my way in. If I got into a good spot and you know saw the sign that I want to that I want to find, if I saw some deer doing that, being on a property that I've never been on before, I'd be happy. Yeah, I mean, normally you're gonna learn stuff either way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how piece I feel. Being like that and doing something like that, you're always going to learn something, whether you don't see anything or you do see something or you see something off to the side and you're like, okay, well, they're using that area a little bit more. You're always going to learn something just going to a new property like that. And that that is fun to do. Like, I love doing that Like up here, like I said, just, just going wild, just going rogue and just kind of just scouting your way in, finding some spots. And it can be a little nerve-wracking, but it is... It is sweet. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you to set up a camera tomorrow somewhere, Austin. Wow. <laughs> Done, kid. Ch- that's a challenge. Done. That's a challenge. Done. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to have take a camera a little in my bag out of his anyway. backpack. He has eight of them in there. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, I got these six cameras in here. I need to drop one off anyways. <laughs> yeah. Just drop them off to the woods like Easter eggs. <laughs> I like it. I like you it. You get a camera. You get a camera. <laughs> Now, if I don't see the sign I'm looking for, I'm not throwing a damn camera out just to throw one no, out. I, but. I, I've, yeah. I've been so mad. And like Charles was saying in the episode, you said you were going to do that. Like, I've been so mad when I carry those around. And I'm just like, ah, it's still in my bag. Like uh-huh. I said, I was going to put it over here or somewhere. And I just, now it's still in my stinking bag. And just carrying on this extra weight for I, two I weeks. Just, it like, happens. It I know happens. where Chuck's coming from, but I just don't see it happening, man. Because it, it's inevitable. Every year when I'm out, I see a spot <laughs> and I'm like, Man, I wish I had a camera in my and I never do. And like yeah. I literally say it every year to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm hundred percent coming back and throwing a camera on that because it's too good not to. And then I don't even mm-hmm. freaking remember the spots that I was in. So it's kinda like <laughs> I never do it. So So I'm, you didn't lose a camera? Yeah. No, I didn't that's lose where a I camera. Put up. I'm gonna try and do it right and put <laughs> yeah. like a pin and be like 
I'll set a reminder in my mm-hmm. phone and stuff like that. So like go pick this camera up or whatever. But yeah. I don't so know. what you could do is you could put in a pin for a, a trail camera pin and just color coordinate it a certain color. That's probably what That's I'll what do. I do. I'll make it like purple. Like or I something. color Yeah, yeah. That way I know. Like for one, it stands out on the map, right? So you're looking around and you go, What the hell is that purple thing? You start zooming in, you're like, Oh, that's the spot I wanted to put a camera up. I gotta get a camera out there. So it's like a constant reminder that that off-colored pins out there until you get out there and then you can change it to green or, you know, whatever. Um, like this year, my color is going to be green. I'm going to use a lot of my fresh stuff and this year's stuff is going to be green for my pins. But then, you know, I have, if I find someone else's camera or someone else's stand, I'm putting that in black so I know like that's somebody else's, Yeah. Um, you know. It, it just, I don't know, it's just something I've always done. Not to jump into this rabbit hole, but I'm going to. But don't you love, like, every year when you open up your Onyx, you're like, holy shit, I did a lot of research. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you see all these pins, you're like, sweet, I got a head start here, you know? I, I mean, think honestly, that this year, I'm that. like, oh, my God, what did I do last couple of years? Because <laughs> I finally actually bought Onyx. <laughs> so it's like I got all this information in my hand. Just forgot all about it. I like that. I, I think the fun part yeah. about like this property I'm going to, I've looked at it before on Onyx. So I have spots on there that like, like I've looked at it the past couple of days because I knew I was going to do this, but I had pins on there that I want to go check out anyway. So I'm kind of getting like a little bit of a head start, but I'm going to throw a little, a little pro tip on the end of this. I don't know if you guys can do this with your phones because you guys have iPhones, but I'm going to do Whoa. it with mine. <laughs> pro tip. I'm going to, if I set a camera out this year, I'm going to share the pin with myself in a scheduled text for like January. Hmm. So I get that scheduled text in January. It's like, hey, go pull this camera. Here's the pin exactly where it is and go and pull it. Hmm. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? You could do that. I could just set a reminder in my calendar and do the same thing, I guess. I could say, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Oh, don't. Nope. Never mind. Shut up. Or whatever you have. Don't say that too loud. She's talking to me now. (laughs) Or whatever you have. Yeah. But the schedule text thing, I think like with the actual pin of where that camera is, is just like, yeah, go get this camera right now. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's probably what I'm going to do. I like that. I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. But I would definitely say color coordinate your pins that way when you're going in after three years of data, you're like looking at everything and, and you're like, dude, what the hell? I, it's so overwhelming and then you start to zoom in and you're like wait what was this purple one from last year and it's like oh there was a buck there last year like that's fresh you know that's not a 2018 pin that i have dozens of yeah in an area i don't even know what they are i need to go and delete them all because freaking onyx wiped all my pins but regardless um yeah man i, I mean that's how i picked my spots i'll be perfectly honest with you that's how i picked my spots this weekend i was on there looking at old pins and old data and um, you know, it just, it made up my mind. So, I mean, there's a reason they were there the first time. So mm-hmm. why yeah. not? Yeah, I would agree. When you got one that's labeled big buck corridor from 2020, go check it out. Go check that out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Done me some good, man. Keep so. that fresh in your brain. All right, buddy. We'll put this, put this thing to bed. Would you? All right, buddies. Well, guys, Anybody out there that's going out in the morning or tomorrow or this opening weekend, good luck. Good luck to both of you gentlemen. I hope you guys good meet luck. your expectations. Good luck to you, and, sir. You know, it's, it's going to be a good, good day regardless because we're going to be in a tree. Charles is going to be on the ground, but, you know, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'll be on the tree anyway. in the evening. There you go. There you yeah. go. We're going to be yeah. in a tree tomorrow, and it's opening day. 
and we got a that's couple right. months ahead of us. That's just going to be exciting. So I'm, I'm a big fan. Heck yeah. You know, Heck yeah. Yeah. best yeah. luck to everyone out there. Yeah. Hopefully everybody has a Stay safe, safe, safe yeah. season. Yep. Wear your safety safe, successful harness. season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, All boys. Right. Until next week. The distraction is real. Distraction is real.